Hello, and welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, we've talked a lot about friendship on this podcast. These kinds of attachments are important to everyone. And the quality of those friendships is even more important than the number of those friendships. Obviously, if we have 500 friends on Facebook, that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about real friends that we know and that we get together with. In John 15, Jesus calls his disciples friends. Quote, Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I call you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. End quote. A servant can sometimes be personally distant from the master, but friends know each other. They talk about their hopes and their desires, their dreams. They share, they share themselves with each other, and that's what Jesus was saying to his disciples. He was helping them understand that they were close to him, that they knew him by watching and listening and communicating with him. President Hinckley once said, quote, Jesus is my friend. No one else has given me so much, end quote. The prophet Joseph also once said, quote, How good and glorious it has seemed unto me to find pure and holy friends who are faithful, just, and true, and whose hearts fail not. Quote. I, love the, I love this quote from the Prophet Joseph. So a recent article caught my attention about research on friendship. Brian P. Don, D-O-N, and his associates conducted the study. It's entitled, The Good, the Bad, and the Variable, Examining Stress and Blood Pressure Responses to Close Relationships. Interesting title to me. So the study is about how friendship affects our physical health. A pile of research has shown how friendship affects our emotional health. But in this study, the researchers looked at the effects of close friendships on our physical well-being. I will quote some excerpts from Megan Brugger's summary of this study. Quote, The researchers conducted a daily study following 4,005 people over three weeks examining relationships, stress, and physiology, assessing the subject's heart rate and blood pressure, end quote. Now, I must say that over 4,000 people is a large study, and following them for just even three weeks, but every three days they had to report on their interactions with friends. And so, quote, another one, the research participants completed check-ins every three days on their smartphones or smartwatches reflecting in detail their positive or negative associations and experiences in their closest relationships. End quote. So those 4,005 people reported on the quality of their interactions with friends. Sometimes the interactions and associations were positive, other times not so positive. But each participant reported on these encounters every three days. That's a lot of reporting on the quality of relationships. Here's another quote. Their results showed that on average, having more positive experiences in social relationship settings was linked to better coping abilities, lower stress, and lower systolic blood pressure. However, vacillating relationships were, on average, unhelpful. The negative experiences outweigh the positive. So the author concluded that both positive, quote, both positive and negative experiences in our relationships contribute to our daily stress, coping, and physiology, like blood pressure and heart rate reactivity. 
It's not just how we feel about our relationships overall that matters. The ups and downs are important too, end quote. So we might feel that a friendship is good. We really value the friendship. But if our interactions with a friend go up and down, sometimes they're negative, sometimes they're positive, sometimes a little bit of anger comes in and misunderstandings, that causes stress as shown by our blood pressure and heart rate changes. Here are some quotes from BYU students who were asked about their friendships and how their experience compared with the findings of the study. Kyle Gee and Noah Brown have been, this is a quote again from the article, Kyle Gee and Noah Brown have been friends since high school and through the pandemic and agree that spending quality time together improves their feelings of health and well-being. The pair disc golfs together, allowing them to scratch that social itch in an easygoing environment. Quote, part of a good friendship is being able to be yourself, not stressing out about what other people think of you, just being yourself and relaxing. If you're more positive, you're happier. And if you're going to go out and do stuff together, and it's going to be a lot more beneficial to your health, he said. End quote. BYU marketing major Seth Knowlton has been friends with his roommates for about a year and a half and has noticed that when he is around them, his life improves extensively. Together, the friend group hosts devotionals, reading their scriptures and holding each other accountable for what they learn, and Knowlton finds he has more energy and is happier because of it. Quote, the biggest thing is that we want to take the time each morning to pray and talk together and have scripture study and to basically give us motivation and energy to do good things throughout the day and serve others, he said. It's like a joy to come home and talk to these guys. Okay, so these are roommates, and he finds it a joy to come home and talk to his roommates. I, I really like this quote. It reminded me so much of Prophet Joseph's quote that I quoted earlier, how good and glorious it has seemed unto me to find pure and holy friends who are faithful, just, and true, and whose hearts fail not. I liked this last description of how praying and talking together and reading scriptures together drew these roommates closer together. These were not long-term relationships, but they quickly formed a bond that will likely last long after they graduate and go their separate ways. Friends build each other up. Friends look for the positive in each other. Good friendships are essential to our emotional health. One of the main sources of stress in life is relationships. And the researchers who conducted this study showed that objective measure, measures of stress, like blood pressure and heart rate, change when our relationships struggle. These changes don't happen only during a negative interaction between friends, but the effects can last long after the interaction. Because sometimes we keep wondering how the negative conversation, why it went that way, and how we could have said something differently. Sometimes we redo the conversation in our mind, and then we go back and sometimes apologize. And all of this causes somewhat of stress and turmoil in our lives at times. So my message today is that friends affect our whole soul, our body and our mind, our emotions. So we should nurture the friendships we have and reach out to others so we can create new friendships. Everybody, and I mean everybody, needs a friend. All the research on loneliness shows we need social contact. We are social beings. We need friendships. 
and not just a casual acquaintance, but someone who, as one student said, you can be yourself all the time around them. You don't have to worry about what you're going to say, what you're going to do. You know that they see you for who you are, and so you can just be yourself. I'm thankful every day that my wife and I have friends like that. They enrich our lives in countless ways. So what does that mean? Now I'm thinking I, I better go out today and see if I can become acquainted with someone new, see if I can make a new friend. I hope that's what you will do today, and we'll see you next time.